Want an everyday hack that saves you money? Join AAA for the Savings Hack Pack, an amazing combination of AAA benefits worth over $1,000. Join today for all the savings hacks at AAA.com slash save more. Did your friend offer you a pick-me-up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from hidden fentanyl. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! Free at last! Broadcasting high above the city, the protector of free thought, fighting for liberty, accountability, and the American way. 10,000 watts of pure reason and logic. Good evening, Southern Utah. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of On the Mark. We're uh, adjusting some volumes here in the studio. In the studio with me tonight, Shane Brown. Say hello, Shane. Good. How are you? We, we got another guest here. It's we not just do. me. I know. And uh, welcome back, Sinaway Noriega. Mark and Shane, thanks for having me back. I sure appreciate that. You bet. Uh, a lot's happened just since we talked last. It's been uh, not even quite a month, I don't think, since we were last here, has it? No, well, it's been a, about a month. It's about, been a month. about a month. But you're right. right, a lot has happened. And, uh, in fact, just recently, a school board meeting. You want to tell us how that went? I'm going to tell you all about the meeting. That's right. All right. You're on. I'm on. You're on. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Um, What's the most important thing is that parents right here in Washington County are starting to be concerned about what's going on with Common Core and what's going on with the SAGE test. And that's exactly what happened yesterday at uh, the school board's meeting. Uh, There were over 40 concerned citizens there, parents, grandparents, and educators all alike. The room was filled to capacity, Mark, uh, but what happened was that during the, the, the minutes of the meeting, none of the issues were addressed until later when they asked for public comments, and that's when all pandemonium broke loose. Uh, I was there, and uh, they only had a few people that were allowed to give questions, but the whole room wanted answers, and so it came for, it was a movement from the bottom up. They were insisting on answers from the superintendent, which he, he definitely needed to answer some questions that, that brought a lot of parents' concerns forward. 
Um, but it was a bottom-up movement, and it was especially done right because that's the way that Oklahoma did it. Oklahoma, as you know, got rid of Common Core, and they were doing the exact same thing. They noticed that their public officials and their superintendents and their, their politicians were not taking the matter into their own hands. So what they did is they did it themselves through a grassroots movement, and that's what I'm trying to well, see there were, here. There were in, in four mothers that were behind the Oklahoma push, four, yeah. uh, four mothers of school children that really got that thing rolling, and it made it through the legislature, and the uh, governor signed a bill, and that uh, just over a week ago, because we talked about that a lot here on the show, so... And Utah, and that, Utah needs to take a lesson. We do. We do. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. I was completely pleased because the questions were brought to this school board meeting, and they had to respond to the public. And one of the big important issues that was brought up is, first of all, they work for us. We don't work for them. And their repeated answers time and time again were, you know what, we don't have time for this. We can't answer that question right now. We'll answer that question after the meeting. And I was surprised and proud of the parents here in St. George because they stood up and they said, no, this is what this public meeting is all about. We want answers right now. And they started to give some of those answers, which were uh, fabulous, fantastic. So you did finally get answers because I know um, another guy I work with at another job, um, they've gone to board meetings in the past and were basically ignored. They were, and that's what their tactic was this time, is to ignore everybody. And let me tell you the outrage of it, because uh, some of the parents that were bold got their questions answered. I stood up, and I asked a lot of poignant questions, and those questions were either not answered, put aside, and I forced them to answer the questions. But one of the most incredible scenes that I have ever seen was actually the attitude that the school board had. After the meeting, after the parent questions, a little lady, if you can imagine, a little seven-year-old beautiful lady stood up and said the most beautiful words, excuse me, may I, may I ask one question, please? And from the superintendent's mouth and from everybody on the school board's mouth, no, sit down, we don't have time for this. It was incredible, Mark, Hmm. that the attitude of the school board, that they think that they are in control and we work for them, would look at an old little 70-year-old lady that asked so politely and tell her to sit down and that they don't have time for this. And Mark, repeatedly, time and time again, that was their answer. We don't have time. We'll answer this at a separate session. And we asked when. When will that separate session be? Because some parents got boldly up and said, this is the session. It's a public session and we want answers now. So you you said, let me give out the phone numbers before we continue. 673-5890-435-673-5890. Love to hear from you tonight. Uh, Shane Brown in studio with me and uh, Sinaway Noriega. We're talking about Common Core and specifically the Washington County School Board meeting last night. Um, back to the uh, question. You said some were answered. What, what were some of the questions that were answered? Well, first of all, I put the superintendent to the test because uh, many parents right now are outraged, and actually some of them are crying out for resignation of the superintendent to do with a series of, of public deceptions that were brought forward. I put one of these deceptions to light, and I said, Superintendent, can you please address us as far as this letter that was sent out to over 50,000 parents here in Washington County telling them that we did 
not adopt the Common Core here in Utah, but rather we did not have the Common Core at all. Now, his answer to that was, well, I don't recall exactly what was said on that letter. Well, you know what, Superintendent? Here's what you said in that letter. Utah has not adopted the Common Core state standards. Those are your quotes, and those are the things that we brought to your attention. But, again, quoting from the superintendent letter sent out to 50,000 parents, but has retained its right to establish the Utah Core standards. Now, we asked the superintendent, I asked the superintendent, why did you write this as a deception? Does not the Common Core exist in Utah? And his direct quote was, yes, we do have the Common Core here in Utah. And this was after I drilled him saying that, well, wait a minute, Superintendent Menlove in the state, the State Board of Education, the superintendent in the whole state, said that we do have Common Core, and Utah Core and Common Core are one the same thing. And after I told him about Gail Rizika and that she was one of the founding persons to establish the Common Core and the Utah Core here in Utah and write that legislation that led to the Utah Core, which is exactly the same thing as Common Core. And after I explained that, he admitted that, yes, indeed, we do have Common Core here in Utah. And so I furthered the question, then why? Why did you lie to over 50,000 parents by saying in this letter that Utah has not, quote-unquote, adopted the Common Core state standards? Because this was a deliberate attempt, a deliberate attempt to deceive over 50,000 parents here in Utah. This was not a, a question that was answered to the media in a light thing, or rather this was not a question that was sent in email to parents, but rather this was a calculated and deceptive means to bring to the parents this deception that, again, we do not have the Common Core here in Utah, which this is exactly why parents right now, several parents are right now pushing towards a resignation because one of the things that the superintendent said at that meeting was, I would never do anything to to harm the children, or we, I would not allow any kind of education to be sprung forward that would hurt the children. And yet, we have a superintendent that deliberately and accurately sends out these 50,000 plus letters to parents deceiving, because if there is not uh, something wrong with the Common Core, then why go through the deliberate efforts to deceive and make a letter with a lie in it? That is why not only are these parents calling for his resignation, but I'm calling for it, and I'm saying if you do not do what the parents want because we are in control, not the school district, not the officials, we are your bosses, and we as a people do not adopt the Common Core standards for our district. So if you step up and actually claim what the letter does and, and, and justify it and get rid of the Common Core, then this statement that you have sent out here to the public will be true. But if you can't do that for us, if you can't do that for the public of Utah and the public of Washington County, then we demand somebody else step up and do it because we do not accept or adopt Common Core state standards. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Don't take chances. 
If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. In Washington County. I can't, uh, I can't speak for the superintendent. I'm, I'm sure we don't know, uh, you know, his thinking. But what, what would be the motive behind that email? And I got that email, by the way. Yeah. Uh, why the would one the superintendent? Why want... would he purposely lie about why, that? Why would you create a, a, a document that's over two pages long? And by the way, that is quoting uh, uh, a couple of people like our governor, uh, uh, Gary Herbert and Larry Shumway. Well, first of all, we know that those two people already sold our federal, our state rights to the federal right. government. So why would you be quoting them as good guys? Because we know that the federal government is in control. But why would you be actively deceiving parents? Because there is something wrong and we need to hide it. That's the only reason. Otherwise, we wouldn't be creating these falsified documents that lie to the public. Why else would you do it? But what, what's the end game? What, what do they gain by, is it just as simple as keeping your job? It is as simple as keeping your job. And it was funny because I was approached by one of the state uh, officials afterward uh, or somebody that works in the district afterward uh, in a non-official stance. Uh, she noticed me and she st- stayed by, stayed behind. And she wanted to have a private conversation stating that, uh, well, first of all, uh, the the superintendent and the people here on the board need to understand their rights as to what they need to follow from the school board in Salt Lake City and what things they don't need to uh, need to follow. In other words, the Common Core because it is illegal. But when I asked her if I could quote her, she said, "Absolutely not, Mr. Noriega." So I can't give out her name. But my question to you is this: If I was approached by a state board or district official off the record, shouldn't the private life of these public officials be public? Shouldn't there not be these deals or these communications in private that I have to keep secret? Shouldn't there these these conversations be made public and actually the public know? Because this, the, the statement that she said was, well, first of all, this meeting was not the place to have these communications at, but she quoted Oklahoma did these grassroots movements, and that's how they got rid of Common Core, and that's what we need to do in Utah off the record. And then I said, well, if we do not approach the State Board of Education at all, then there won't be any meeting about Common Core, and she agreed with that. When she saw me writing down some notes, then she said that I was being pathetic because this is indeed, again, a private conversation, which I ask you in this matter. If Common Core is so benign, if the SAGE test is so wonderful and so great, and if the curriculum is so wonderful, then why lie about it? First of all, why lie that we don't have Common Core? Second of all, why lie that the Common Core is not curriculum? And third of all, why lie about the SAGE test and hide it from parents and don't make them able to see what's on the test? Why all the deception? Why all the lies? We are sick of the lies, and we do not accept that. Again, we as a people need to stand up. There needs to be more of these meetings where we say the following words. We as citizens of Washington County do not adopt Common Core. In fact, we reject it for next year. All right. I'm going to play devil's advocate for just a minute on uh, on the side of Washington County's uh, district. 
is are are they bound because this is a state thing and so they have to follow the state uh, because we know Governor Herbert's the the number one cheerleader in the state for exactly. for Common exactly. Core. So are 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 their hands tied? I mean, are they? Do we, as a county, as a Washington County School Board, do they have to follow what the state dictates? Well, again, this was one of the answers and one of the the, the things that this uh, representative told me in this secret little conversation afterward. And she said they need to know their rights as far as what they have to or or don't have to follow from the state. And that's exactly right. Because when I approached the, the superintendent, I told him the following. First of all, this is against the law. I told him, did you know that the Common Core, if, if there's going to be a new educational curriculum in the state, it has to follow certain procedure, and that procedure was bypassed illegally. There had to have been a series of parent meetings right here in Washington County and all over the states where the curriculum, where the education system, and where the testing is presented to the public. Now, I asked the, the, the superintendent that question, did you know? that you didn't have to follow Common Core procedures because they bypassed that and it was against the law. They did not follow Utah law. In fact, in the meeting of the school board, the state board of education, the minutes in their meeting read as follows because they received a message from Arnie Duncan giving them a deadline when they were supposed to adopt Common Core. And in the meeting, in the minutes of the meeting a year and a half ago, it goes as follows. Well, we have to have a series of these public meetings, but our deadline is midnight, so let's go ahead and forward go those public meetings and go ahead and adopt Common Core. In other words, they broke the law. So does the superintendent have a right to say no and refuse something that has broken the law? Indeed he does. And when I asked him, did you have any public meetings here in Washington County to inform the public or even to make the public aware of Common Core? His initial answer was, well, I believe we did. I'm not sure. i, I got to look into the matter, but I believe these, uh, these board meetings uh, satisfy that. And I said no. They do not. Even in this public meeting, you have not talked anything about Common Core until we pushed it on you. Follow all the public meeting minutes, and there was not any indication, even slight hint, that we were to have a new curriculum, a new education system, or a new testing system. And so that is illegal. Does the superintendent have to follow illegal actions from Salt Lake City? No, he does not. In fact, we are calling him to keep the law because that's exactly what it is. Either you keep the law and hold these public meetings and we get to decide what our curriculum is, what our, what our education system is, or don't follow it at all because who's going to make you follow an illegal law? All right. Shane? Mm-hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> it's I, I what my I don't know. I just want to know. You know, you hear you, you you're surprised by some of these people that support Common Core. It's surprising. In fact, I'll tell you what what was so surprising, Shane, is that he said, "Well, Mr. Noriega, superintendent, said this. Quote me something." And he wanted me to quote from the big book, the the core, the core curriculum, the the, the federal curriculum. Quote me uh, section 1.2560 that you are against. Well, first of all, here's your answer. I'm against all of it because it wasn't written in the state of Utah. 
The yeah. feds do not have power yeah. to create a state curriculum. That is against our Constitution. And yet that's exactly what's happened. So it is incredible because when he quotes me, okay, what, what, what section are you against? I'm going to tell you what section I'm against. I'm against the history of eighth grade, great eighth grade history book that's Common Core approved. And by the way, we have to have everything Common Core approved or we can't teach it. I'm a teacher here. I've been a teacher in Utah for the last year and a half, and I've been a teacher in, this, in these western states for the past eight years. And so I know what's in our books. But in our history book, eighth grade, the last chapter of it is all about Obama and how he saved our nation, how he's the savior of our nation, right here. Washington County and the second <laughs> the second to last chapter talks about President Bush how he was a tyrant how he took away every one of our rights and how he has been the most tyrannical and oppressive leader in the history of the United States whoa this is probably let me get this straight this is a current eighth grade history book that's being used here in Washington. That's County. right. And you know why I have access to it? Because I'm a teacher and number two, because I homeschool. So as a teacher, teachers are discouraging their kids to bring home their textbooks. But number two, I homeschool because I'm not going to have my child read those last two chapters. But guess what the superintendent's answer to this was and some of the other board members? Well, this is the type of stuff that I turn my head to and, and sometimes say, well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Excuse me. Okay, here in Washington County especially, we are conservative. And I see everything wrong with my kids being brainwashed that, number one, this Democratic tyrant that we have now as a president that wants to take over everything is a superhero. I don't want my kid brainwashed into that propaganda, and I have everything wrong with them calling President Bush a tyrant. And so do I have something wrong with that? Do you parents out there have something wrong with that? Of course you do. Are you going to stand down and let them tell you what they're going to indoctrinate your children with? Of course not. Remember, you're in control Go into your superintendent's office, go into those school board meetings, and fire them all. Call for somebody that will stand up and actually give the proper curriculum that has our moral values. Because I've been saying it, and I said this a month ago when I was on the show, remember, Mark, mm -hmm. that the president would issue an executive order. I talked about the books that I was teaching out of in California, and this is why I moved to Utah, because I'm a conservative and I care about morality and values. And what do I have against this, Mr. Superintendent of Washington County? Because I know where the curriculum is being written. It's being written in California and Washington and New York, and they do not have our values. The textbooks that I was having to teach out of, and I didn't teach that garbage, said this. They put alongside Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, they put the gay advocate movement people side by side and called them heroes, and actually called the, the children bigots if they would not follow that movement and in fact join it. So I don't want my child to have the propaganda of gay marriage is okay because I'm a conservative, you're a conservative, and in fact I've been talking about this coming for, for months. It's actually upon us. Executive order. In fact, just two days ago, out of the CBS local, this is what the president had to say in front of an audience of gay advocates. He said, over the past 10 years, the job of, of giving gay rights was hardly over in the United States, especially abroad. 
but stand, uh, the, he then received a standing ovation. Then he declared that he had directed the White House to prepare, listen to this, to prepare an executive order barring discrimination by federal contractors. Who's a federal contractor, by the way? Well, of course, the school districts, because we are getting everything from the federal government. So to bar discrimination by federal contractors on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. He further said that Obama, uh, this is incredible, it's, it's just, but uh, this, this reporter said that Obama lacks the authority to extend protection to all Americans, but the order being drafted by the White House would affect over 14 million workers whose employees or state currently do not prohibit workplace discrimination against gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender individuals. In other words, what I spoke about last time, which is called precedence. You see, Utah is the only state, again, the only state that does not have anti-discrimination laws. What was just said in this report by CBS Law, CBS News, is that it is now barring all those states that do not have anti-discrimination laws. This will supersede all that. So all this fight that we're doing about gay marriage and we don't want gay marriage in our states, guess what? The president is about to issue an executive order on it. And why does he have the power to do so? Because moms and dads out there are sitting at home not doing anything about it and saying to our superintendent, oh, it's okay if we have liberal things written down in our curriculum, in our textbooks, and in, in, in our schools, that's going to be okay. President, come on in, take over our lands, take over our rights, take over our education, and especially take over our religion and force us to... to uh, you to forgot health care. <laughs> take, take over our health care while you're at it. Exactly. Yeah. Take over our health care and take over our religion and, and our way of life. Because Why? Because we simply will sit down and say, oh, no, you're right, Mr. Superintendent. You have all power of, uh, on top of us, and we work for you. And whatever you say, we'll go along with that. Absolutely not. Parents, this is your call to action. So from the school district's standpoint, is it, what is this, all about money? It's all about the Benjamins. It's always about the Benjamins. But in the school district, they actually had some quotes. They were quoting what our scores were in this meeting, in this board meeting, and they were celebrating them because the tests were having fantastic results, and they were saying, oh, wow, the ACT and the Dibbles test were better than any other time, and so we're doing a fantastic job. But they said the following. Uh, of course, we don't have the SAGE test results because those go to the federal government. What? And we don't get them. Yeah. What? I, I heard you can't even look at, what? as a parent, you can't look at the SAGE test you results can't. or Since the test. When can we not have even the answers that our children gave on a end-of-year school test? They're going to the federal government. And number two, this answers the question about the greed, because this is what it had to do with. If our scores indeed were better, which they were, over the whole nation, and indeed, uh, Washington County was 10th in the whole nation, then why would we ever say, oh, uh, feds, come on in and take over our education completely because uh, we're doing so terribly? No, we're doing great. So why would we have taken the federal, why, why would we allow them to come in and take our, over our, everything? I'll tell you why. Money. Rem rem remember, it is money and it is power. Remember what I spoke about last time. See, Utah is the reddest state in the nation completely. And Utah is the most difficult. So 
when well, I talk other than Oklahoma, uh, I'm not uh, put uh, Oklahoma. Okay, we're going to put, put Oklahoma on the on the. They're on the, they're on the, the only state yes. that had every single county go red. That's right. That's Utah right. had a, had Salt Lake County, I think, blue. But yeah. Yeah. And, anyway. and, and and by the way, 23 cities in in Utah now have actually adopted anti uh, discrimination laws in right. the, in the city. Mm-hmm. So that's how that's how blue we're starting to go mm-hmm. uh, because our. But anyway, going back to this, these meetings with the governors where they where the uh, Arnie Duncan and the president pulled all the governors from all the states and offered them deals to implement Common Core in their state. This is what our governor got. So we didn't need the federal money because we had a surplus of money in education. We didn't need the help in our scores because we had better scores according to the Washington School District's board meeting yesterday. So why did we adopt Common Core? Because the, the governor here in the state got promised to be A, next year the vice president of the Governor's Association, the Federal Governor's Association, the National Governor's Association. The year after, he got promised to be the president. So in two years from now, our governor is going to be the president of the National Governor's Association. And, by the way, we're not going to get our land rights because that would mean internal Utah money. No, our money has to come from the feds. How's a lot of that money going to come in? Through the SAGE test. This is what was promised to Utah. You'll be in control of this secret test that nobody can see. Not teachers, not parents, not grandparents, no one. No one is allowed to peek at the test, only the federal government, and you can't even have the scores. Who's in charge of that? Who's given the revenue? Utah. So your governor is going to have hundreds of millions of dollars coming in as revenue from all these states renting the rights of the SAGE test, and he's going to look like a superhero. Somebody that has a budget that is so large with all this revenue coming in, what does that governor become? He becomes the czar. He becomes the best and most powerful known governor in the whole United States. Easily he could become president. So who would who would bypass that? Who would say, oh, no, I don't want these perks. I don't want these pluses. That is why anytime anybody approaches the governor about the SAGE test or the Common Core, he goes into a rage. But that is why we can't win this fight through the governor. We can only win this fight through parents and grandparents that are concerned. Are you concerned that your children are going to be reading in their textbooks that they were born gay? Are you concerned about that? Are you concerned that they're telling them, well, what affiliation does your parents have? Are you concerned about any of these issues? If you are, then you are in control, not them. Fire them and demand that we do not have common core. Indeed, we have a Utah-grown, Utah-written curriculum that best suits our needs as conservatives. Our values. Exactly. In yeah. state. All right. Um, we got to take a break, don't we? We do. All right. <laughs> Hence the... Uh, we need one. There we go. The bumper music. You're listening to On the Mark in the studio with me tonight, uh, Shane Brown and Sinaway Noriega, talking about uh, Common Core, specifically a Washington County School Board meeting. Uh, that went on last night. We're going to take a real quick uh, break here. We'll be back in a minute and 30 seconds and take your calls. I saw we had a couple of calls. They dropped off. Call us back. We'll be back in a minute and a half and take your calls on the mark. 673-5890-435-673-5890. Thanks for listening to On the Mark, and we'll be right back. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, 
or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. I'm Shane Brown. And in the studio with us tonight, Sinaway Noriega. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> that was a uh, that was quite a first segment. Let's was, um, round one. Let's call for some calls. How about that? Six seven three five eight ninety four three five six seven three five eight nine. Love to hear from you tonight. Um, there is tomorrow night at the uh, St. George Library a. Uh, Hopefully, there will be some of these candidates for the school board show up. There is a question and answer session uh, tomorrow at the St. George Library at 6 o'clock, correct? I believe it's 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. And um, I haven't emailed them back yet. Shane may moderate that. Hopefully, we'll have some of those candidates show up. That would be a... You uh, think they will show up? I don't know. Well, I, I hope so. I'll be at that meeting, and I'll be asking the tough questions, definitely. I'm also calling parents for a meeting on Saturday at 2007 West 730 South St. George. It's uh, Green Valley off of Dixie Drive, just past the St. Clair again, 2007 West 730 South in St. George this Saturday at 10 a.m. We'll go from 10 to 12, and I will be speaking there, as well as the representative that's coming down from Salt Lake. She's traveling all the way from Salt Lake to discuss the Common Core with us and explain what is happening here in Washington County as well as in all the states. So you don't want to miss that. Again, 2007 West, 730 South here in St. George from 10 to to 12 on Saturday. And that's Saturday, and then tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, St. George Library. Um, hopefully, there will be uh, some delegates for the uh, school board there, and uh, be questions asked of them. Let's go right to the phones. Thanks for calling. You're on the mark. Go ahead. Hey, my name's Bill. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, I'm right behind your brothers. I cannot believe all the information. Uh, what's this, what's your guest name there again, Noriega? Uh, Mr. Noriega. It's Sinaway Noriega. Yeah, Mr. Noriega, I wrote the book. If it's broken, don't fix it. Uh, you can. And speaking it. of that, how about I give him a book? Oh, fantastic! How would you, how would you like this book? I sound good, like, caller. That sounds great. That is, um, I would appreciate that a bunch. And you said tomorrow night at six, six o'clock at the St. George Library. Library. Yep. Oh, I'll yep. be there. I and, will be there. All right. Um, let me get your first name and your phone number, and uh, we'll have this book for you at the uh, at the desk. Hold on. All right. First name. It's uh, Phil. Phil, and your. Let's see. I can get your phone number off of the caller ID. We don't want to give out your phone number. Yeah, no for worries. Some of those uh, haters out there. <laughs> yeah, haters. <laughs> yeah, gotta love them though. We we do. Uh, we we've got some. Real liberal haters that listen to the show and would yeah. love nothing more than to get you. But anyway, um, so well, if, if it's broken, if it's broken, don't fix it. By Sinaway Noriega, that book, uh, that book's yours, and it'll be at our our front desk. You know where the studios are, right? It's uh, by Paulus. Yeah, right? just north of Paulus. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know where that's at. I just wanted to say, you know, with uh, the information, just listen. I, I listen to you guys. Um, every chance I get 
slam back, uh, run him up at the ladder, you know, just with uh, uh, Hannity, uh, Rush. But you guys are the team that I, I think that the United States needs. People like you, the parents, that stand behind truth. And I think the, the number one thing is uh, uh, the, the spirit of truth that we, that we all feel. And what uh, Mr. Orinego was saying there was was just a light. And I think we we as parents, individuals uh, from Utah to the surrounding states, I think it's going to come down to we need to fight with our voices and be in control as we fight so we can act. I, I believe in the power of God that he can win our battles for us. And no, no matter what happens, if if I die trying, at least we tried. That's right. But That's in, the, right. in the in the end, we know who's the win. It's God. Whether you we do. believe in we God, do. and if, or if you don't, that's okay too. But I think there's some people that don't believe in God. That's okay, but they believe in good principles out there. Right. I think that's what it's about. But uh, I I thank you all, and I know. The rest of the people that even don't call in, thank you as well. Well, thank, thank you for the call. That's uh, some kind words. And, and I've, you basically said, uh, said it, if you've listened to this program at all, I, I say this quite often, but, you know, in, in my religion, I know how this all ends, and I'm, I'm great with that. I'm happy. I know how it all ends. It's between here and there that I have a problem with. That's right. And Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say exactly, but the thing is, I I go day to day doing my job trying to keep this information going. Some of it's pretty sad, but that sad news is something we have to fight to keep our freedom. Absolutely. And that's why we have so many things. There's distractions, Internet, TV, cable, all these things keep us distracted so we don't listen to the real truth. we got to find the truth. And yeah, it takes found, work. You you can't just does. sit sit on your couch and and assume the truth's going to come to you. You do have to work at it. I'm glad I got uh, I got three part time jobs, and um, I can find the truth even when I'm out there driving around, going to the next appointment, yep. or what may have you. I mean, but it's all worth it. I yep. think it's going to be us us people that believe in truth. But if you believe believe in God or not, that's okay. But you got to you got to fight for the truth and. These people are setting their these these higher ups. If we read them in the scriptures, uh, greed, power, always bring them down, and it's just because they have those blinders on. We can all be blinded, but it's uh, it's setting our priorities, yeah. our family first. But I'm sorry, well, somebody was going to say something earlier. No, that's that's okay. Just you know, I was just going to comment and say thank you so much for that positive praise and that positive thinking that you have with our country being under God and our country being uh, ruled by people that are conservative. We are the rulers of this country, not not the president, not his cronies, not even the local people that are in, in authority. They have forgotten that they work for us, and we are the ones, we the people. That's why we have our wonderful Constitution and our Declaration of Independence, because it's all about the people. And it is because of our belief in a supreme being and because of our conservative values that this country is blessed. And so if we look the other way, we won't 
be blessed anymore because the tyrannical powers that want to take over this country are strong and are working right before our eyes. But it's people like you. It's people like you that will make a difference because we will not break this tyrannical hold on our Constitution, this stranglehold, if we don't act up. We have to be the ones that say, hey, at a local level, superintendent, I don't go for that. Hey, governor, I'm not going to go for that. And we are going to have an emergency session and vote you out of office and have an emergency governor come in, just like California did with Schwarzenegger. Because we, the people, when we see tyranny happening, when we see our values dropping, we cannot stand idly by. And like you said, if, if, if we work hard, then at least we try. But you know what? Oklahoma gives me hope because I was yeah. thinking, when when is this ever going to end? Oklahoma gives me hope that, yes, God is on our side, and, yes, we can achieve, but it is not going to be without a fight and a struggle. Right. Thanks for your call. That's right. Hey, thank you, guys. Have God a good bless evening. you, guys. You too. Thanks for calling. You're on the mark. Go ahead. Oh, I hope so. I am so proud of this man. I don't even know him. <laughs> but my heart is with him a thousand percent. Thank you. He's a patriot. I'm, He's a patriot. I'm, yeah, absolutely. And I'll do everything in my power to help you. Fantastic. Well, thank Thanks you. So much. Thank you. I don't have a car right now, but uh, I'm going to see if I can get somebody to take me to the library tomorrow. Fantastic. That would be great. Thank, thanks oh. for your call. Again, thank you. And God bless Bye-bye. you. Good night. 673-5890-435-673-5890. You're listening to On the Mark in the studio with me, Sinway Noriega and Shane Brown. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Shane? I'm good. Are you you taking this all in? I'm trying to absorb all of it. <laughs> we, we've got some really smart listeners and smart people out there, and, and for every caller like uh, those last two, there are hordes of people out there who are the silent majority mm-hmm. the right. silent majority of conservatives who who believe in the constitution still and who believe that god is over this country and and this country exists because of him that's right pure and simple very quick break here we'll be back in half a minute we'd love to hear from you you're listening to on the mark and we'll be right back welcome back to on the mark Sinaway Noriega in studio, along with Shane Brown. Good evening. All right. They were having a discussion during that quick break. <laughs> Let's have that again on the air. Shane Well, I was just wondering, everybody's seen the uh, math problems from Common Core on Facebook and all over the Internet, and I was just asking, what what's the deal with those uh, math problems? Are they, is it more effective to learn math that way? Well, you've heard all the rhetoric, and this is what the opposition always says, the, the pro-common core people, that, that we're having higher standards and a better degree of learning, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? The math itself is Chinese to everybody, and I don't mean that as an insult or, or something biased, but re- literally it was taken from the Chinese system of mathematics. The Common Core website says that we are modeling our curriculum after a Western European system. And first of all, we're Americans here. I don't care what the Western Europeans are doing. I don't care what the Chinese are doing. We're Americans. So why is our curriculum being based after socialist Western Europeans? But second of all, the math system itself is so foreign to us, uh, foreign to me as a teacher. I've taught math for a couple years, but still I look at the thing and I don't get it. And it's meant to separate 
the student from the parents so that the student relies on the state. In uh, fact, Michelle Obama has come out many times and publicly said that we need to have more dependence uh, on our children to depend more on our state and less on their parents. So the the purpose is you come home with a math problem and your parents your parent, I, I don't know no way it. they can help. And then it's uh, my mom and dad are stupid. Yeah, exactly. And they don't know they don't know how to teach me. And I'm going to make this challenge out there because I talk to hundreds of teachers literally and the opposition is always telling me, "Oh, no, no, teachers this and teachers love it, et cetera, et cetera." Tell me because all I've had is complaints from math teachers. First of all, any parent out there who's seen this homework, can you help your children? Look at the answers. Look at the questions. You know what's going on because I don't. So is this something that you're going to be okay with? Because that's what they're pushing on us without our consent, remember? So it's it's completely ridiculous. But when they say, you know, it's a better system, better, you know what? China has a better system. We all know that. They make scientists. They make uh, engineers, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they far exceed us. This is why why we have everything made in China. But you know what? In China, they sold their freedom for that. So are you going to allow them to tell your child what they're going to be when they grow up just because they're well, that, pushing That's the whole thing. The, the state decides when you're very young what you're going to be. Yeah. You don't get to choose. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're pigeonholed. You're going to be a scientist. You're going to be a gymnast. You're going to be a, a janitor. Yeah, exactly. a janitor. And, and, and you and, have no choice. And Governor Herbert, Governor Herbert has just come out and said this, that we need to make sure that our kids are aligning to this, this, this system where yeah. the system's telling. He just came out with that, with that statement that we need to make sure that all our districts are complying so that they, they are making their kids take these tests and these kids are falling into what? But the system is telling them that they are capable of doing not what the child wants to do, not what the parents encourage the child to do, but what the system deems fit for the student to do when they grow up. So the English portion of Common Core, and I guess the history is to revisionist history, and then we jump into the math, which is... Uh, make the student dependent on the the system. Exactly. Make the student dependent on the system, and the English is 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 the same thing. A, a bunch of propaganda. In fact, I somebody sent me a copy, and <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to have this, but a copy of the Sage Test English written writing portion of it. And the whole writing portion, as you remember, when we were doing the writing exams, it used to be pick a side and and uh, you know advocate for that side, talk about that side, give your the argumentative essay. But to Today, the essay that our children got this year is as follows, Palm Pilots and Electronic uh, Tablets, they're better than books. And then they had 23 paragraphs. Some of those statements were longer than others, but 23 sections of this writing test, which just brainwashed them as why books are no longer relevant and why it's all about electronic and tablets, etc., etc., and write your essay to explain why tablets are better than books. That was the question. Wow. And so it was incredible. And again, I have a copy of this. and uh, let's, let's call it a secret copy, but somebody sent me a, uh, a copy of the SAGE test written portion. And that's what our children are getting. Why, why are we so into tablets now? I'll tell you why. Because if you don't like uh, this, this gay marriage uh, advocacy and et cetera, et cetera, then you won't have a place to complain to because it's all coming down from the federal government and you won't have uh, you won't have the, the history textbook like I do and, and you won't have that to be able to take into your superintendent. It will all come in through the federal government. Okay, we've got one final call. Uh, we've got just a minute or so. Go ahead. You're on the, on the mark. 
Uh, yes, I've been in the schools the last three years doing some volunteer work uh, twice a month. And uh, I finally said to one of the teachers, what are you doing about common core? And she says, as little as possible. So the teachers are afraid to come out and, and do what you're doing. Yes, Put exactly. more power to you. Go to it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I, 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 I talked to the superintendent yesterday, and, I, and he said, oh, yes, Noriega. And I said, yes, of course you know me because I'm blacklisted in your <laughs> district. So, again, I'm not doing this for personal gain, but I'm doing this for freedom in our Constitution. I wanted to ask real quick, is, is this legit or not? I have heard that there is a plan to put a federally paid uh, monitor in each of the schools to monitor and make sure the, pr- the principal is following, you know, that, that's step, right. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the friend of principals, or it's the the, the the friends of principals program, or something like that. But that's exactly right. I wish I had that with me, but you can look that up. It's if you Google friends of of principals or uh, federal agents coming into your schools, you'll get it right up. But that's exactly what's happening. Is federal agents are going to be placed in your schools locally? That's to monitor control. your principal exactly. in the school, basically, and to make sure you're following. The, 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 the literal words yeah. are to make your principal comply with common right. core. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to get our final break in here, and then we'll come back and wrap it up. Sinway Noriega and Shane Brown in studio with me tonight. We're talking about common core. Welcome back to On the Mark. We've got uh, just over a minute left. Uh, Sinway Noriega, Shane Brown in studio. Sinway, take us out. Well, don't forget about the meeting to, uh, in, on Saturday and the meeting tomorrow. The meeting on Saturday will be at 2007 West, 730 South, St. George. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to 12. The meeting tomorrow is at the library at 6 o'clock, so don't forget to come. But I'd like to end off with the top ten of why Common Core is bad. So you want to you uh, drum me in? Top yep. ten Common Core. Number one. Okay, we got about 45 seconds. It's unconstitutional. No one is allowed to look at the SAGE test. Number three, officials and politicians are lying about the Common Core. In many districts, they are telling parents that their state does not have Common Core. Number four, Common Core is the first national law to bypass Congress. Number five, implementation of a new curriculum and education system at a state level requires a series of public meetings that were bypassed. Number six, federal agents will be placed at your local schools through this, and here it is, the Principal Ambassador Fellowship. So the Principal Ambassador Fellowship. Number seven, do you want the government to tell your children what they will be when they grow up? Number eight, electronic tablets that will take away all parent rights as to what is in the curriculum. Number nine, it set the template for Obamacare explicitly including the waivers. Number 10, and finally, drumming. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Give me a there you go, Shane. The test <laughs> was created by a behavior modification company known as AIR, not by educators. Mm. All right. There you go. There you have it. One of those is plenty. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big list to choose from. Uh, quick update. Uh, meeting again Saturday at 10. Give us the address one more time. 2007 West, 730 South. It's at 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock. And then tomorrow, uh, St. George Library, 6 o'clock. And hopefully there will be candidates there for the school board that uh, we can ask questions of. That's, That's right. it for On the Mark. Thanks, Shane. Yep. 
Thanks, Mr. Noriega. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you this so much. And if you have any questions, just go to my website, repealthecommoncore.com. All right. So I'll see you back here on the radio tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. Thanks for listening to On the Mark. Have a good evening, Southern Utah. Good night.